Someone needs to open up their chakras for their sexual energy. This is the sound. I mean, obviously it's different every session, but that's kind of the vibe that I like. Nice. I like to sing on top of it. That just made me relax so much right now. That really? Was, that was cool. Yeah. Yes. I need this in my life. You I do. need some chakras in my life. <laughs> You're like, I like that. I like that. Reference frame. This stuff in. Start recording now. I'm gonna. People. Prostitutes. Planners. People. Planners. People. Pickles. People. Dickles. <laughs> per, uh, pan. Per pandemonium pandemic piranha pandemic pandemic oh my god are these our face masks these are yeah they, they both um filter the pop sound and they protect, protect us from, from giving germs to each other from the covid the novel covid 19 hey what's going on everybody um <clears throat> i am here in cali <laughs> in uh venice beach and uh, I have a special guest here with me, you know. It's Amber Bonham, guys. <laughs> Amber Bonham. Bonham. She's got this cool uh, haircut. It's a mix of uh, Karen and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a uh, sexually frustrated lesbian. No, I'm just kidding. You know, my haircut, every time I get it cut, I think, like, damn, I for real look like the Karen haircut. Because it's real short, and it's, like, spiking the back. And it's shaped back. on the side. I know. And at the same time, though, like, my personality is so the opposite of Karen. So I feel like I'm speaking for all <laughs> all of the people with a Karen haircut. I'm trying to make it, like, a good haircut. No, it looks good. I, I it's like hot. it. It's hot. It kind of looks like pink. It's badass. It's, like, I feel it like shows a rebel side, too. I feel too, like you it's kind of sexy. It is. It, you like, you, people, when they look at you, I think they're going to think, wow, she's a rebel. She can do whatever oh, she really? wants. They're like, oh, my God. She goes for it. Oh, my God. I mean, I added some graphics because, you know, just like a little. Thought it gave me like a little. Oh, you did. Yeah, those two lines. Mm -hmm. It adds like a little something. It does. I used to have my hair really long. Remember that? I do remember. Remember that? I remember that back in San Antonio. <laughs> when I had those dreads. Yeah, you... Uh, I did not plan the dreads. Let me just tell you, my hair just We were not, both working at Sawgrass <laughs> Steakhouse, and one day she showed up with dreads on. <laughs> well, they're dreads, and then I guess the managers just... I mean, it was like they a... They were upset. It was like a fine dining. Like, that place, there was steps of I service I don't there. think you could call Sawgrass fine dining. It was. I mean, it was... Was it? was it? five steps of service. Yes, it was You're corporate. right. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, we came in... You you give them the water. You wait the thirty seconds, right? Then you like we had a spiel. Remember that we had to practice. The spiel. Yep. We had team meetings before our shift. Like, okay, guys, we're really pushing the Corona Ritas. <laughs> the sauteed. Yeah, the Corona Ritas. The Corona Ritas. We need to sell twenty by tonight. <laughs> yes. If we sell twenty, you were all getting a pizza. Oh my god. You remember that? I forgot that. I remember Wayne was like, okay, guys, like the sauteed mushrooms. That's he was topping. my favorite manager. I loved Wayne. He was my favorite manager. Who was the one that was drunk all the time? <laughs> the white guy. The white guy. Yeah, I know you're. I know exactly what you're talking about. And he had he had like such. Was a, he drunk all the time? He had like a jolly Santa face. You know, like 
he was a kind. Oh, wow. I, I, okay, well, I and by was... that, I mean that his cheeks were always red <laughs> because <laughs> the alcohol. Really? I, I've, I never noticed that. I didn't find I out never... that he was drunk until he got fired for being drunk. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he was like, like, I think maybe you stopped working there or something. Like, we would fuck up an order, and he's like, smoke and mirrors, guys. Smoke and mirrors. And we're all like, what? He's like, I'm going to go finesse the table for a little bit while I, the kitchen starts refiring their plates. Wow. And I just realized, like, he was just, like, cruising. <laughs> he was just, just cruising through the ships real drunk. Yeah. Yeah, they, did, they didn't like my hair, you know? Yeah, they didn't like your hair, and you were pretty upset about it. <laughs> And I think it was that same night that I got the butt dialed from you. Oh my god! The, this is happening. This is being recorded. Awkward voicemail of this you. Is, this is being recorded. Being fucked so hard. <laughs> oh my god! It's so embarrassing. Okay, worst nightmare ever: having sex and butt dialing the guy you used to have sex with. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I'm just like, this is kind of hot, but at the same time, oh my God. I don't know what that to do with this. That was happening. I literally don't know who it was, but I would like to know. I want to know. Do, did you save the voicemail? Did I save do you the have voicemail? The date? Do you have the date of the voicemail? Because the, I can fucking track that shit on my social media. 2010. <laughs> November 2010. Shut up. I think you're I think lying. Was, I don't know. You're lying. It must have been around a holiday because you're, you're like mm, November twenty third. It was around a holiday because I remember I was alone on Christmas. When I was I, to uh, it. I was alone on Christmas that year. Wait, <laughs> did you? I was. I, I hung out with Candy. You did. Yeah, and uh, there was another girl. Stacy. No, not Stacy. Honestly, me and Stacy are like really good friends now. Really? Yeah, big surprise. She was a huge bitch to me. Oh wow. <laughs> you remember that? I. She was so mean to me at work. Yeah, Stacy was mean to everybody at work. I know. Well, then she told me, you know, like she was going through a lot. You know, a lot was happening in her family, and I think like she really wanted to be a singer, and she like is a great singer. Really? Yeah. And she. Stacy. Yeah, she told me that. She said, "Oh wow." You know, one of the reasons that I like had like a grudge against you is because you like really followed your dreams you know and like you really like pushed being a singer and like i love that yeah you know so i mean people do like crazy things out of jealousy you know even just jealousy of courage yeah so we like talked it out and like i love her like she's such a beautiful person she was just going through a hard time you know everyone's mean when they're going through a hard time yeah no i can tell she had a she had a beautiful soul and everything like that you can like see it in their eyes yeah 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 you can absolutely now speaking of singing, you're a singer. Yes. And um, yes, that's now, what I sing like. like back that. in back in San Antonio, <laughs> when we both lived in San Antonio, this was uh, 2010. I'm, I'm just gonna go back to the 2010 because that's because <laughs> that's a memorable year for you. That's a memorable year for me. Embarrassing. But um, <laughs> no, and then we so we we did a couple songs together. I think did we do three songs together. What right? was the name of the first song? I just remember like. <sighs> What was it? I remembered like the tone, like <laughs> it was like a piano. <laughs> it was it was an EDM song. No, 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 not the first one. The first one was a hip hop song. Oh my god, that we did with Abe. Yes, with Abe. Yeah, shout up, Boosh. shout out, Ailer Boosh. Yeah, shout out to Abraham. He is one of my favorite people. Yeah, he's actually, cool. funny story. When I was in San Antonio and I was going to college, 
I, uh, I was like, damn, I want to, I need to pursue my music career. Like I'm a really good singer. I got to do this. So I found the guy who was in charge of recording all of the vocals. Like he worked in the recording lab at UTSA and it was Abraham and he recorded me for something like something that was like classical music. I don't know. It was like for some, some project I was doing for college and he took my vocals and remixed them over an EDM track. And that was the start of my EDM career. Mm. Like I remember he introduced me to Borgor and he actually, really? yeah, he actually was like, yo, wow. like, have you ever heard this song Nympho? And I'm like, no, what's that? And of course, I'm like really naive. So I was like, what's a nympho? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you. I'm <laughs> like, you're a nympho. And Borgor's song is like, I'm a nympho. I'm a nympho. And it's like, it's like this EDM song. Borgor was like the shit, you know, back in mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's how that started. I, I wonder what the song was. I don't remember it. I forgot how much of a beautiful voice you have, by the way. Thank you. I know it's my gift. Yeah. You it's moved. You weird. moved to California. Uh, you said four years ago. Yes, when okay. I was twenty six. You were twenty six. You moved here. I was like, I gotta get out of K Town. <laughs> Is that where you first settled? No, Koreatown? I first settled in Torrance. Torrance. Where's that? It's beautiful. It's like the South Bay, mm-hmm. and it's so great. Like anything down there, Manhattan Beach, Redondo. It's so great. I love that whole area. Like it's a vibe. I lived with um my friend Casey and her parents in like this beautiful home. I think I lived there for like nine months. Wow. 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 <laughs> okay. So then, uh, when did you like, cause first when you get to California, you have to get settled, right? You have to yeah. spend some time just getting to know the area and everything yeah. like that. I mean, you can jump into it, but you do much better when you're, and I think this is true, like in all aspects of life, you do much better when you like know your surroundings and you're able to like, you know, plan your next move. Like when you feel comfortable and safe. Mm -hmm. For sure. So I like hung out for a bit and I actually visited California when I was like 24. My friend had a spot in Koreatown. And so that was the area that I knew. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm fucking moving to Koreatown. Like after I live in this beautiful mansion in Torrance, like that's where I think that I need to go. Yeah. And if anyone who's listening knows about Koreatown, you know that it is a sketchy. Okay. You know, all the gangs are out there. Like it's just, you really got to know your stuff. You really have to be safe. Like definitely don't go anywhere without a knife on you. At least that was my experience. Well, especially if you're a girl. Yeah. I remember one time I was wearing... I was, yeah. I was wearing like this low flowy skirt with my midriff showing and like barely a crop top. And I was walking by this park. At what like, time? Like maybe like 3 p.m. Okay. And a group of guys run over oh, from no. playing basketball and hop the fence and are like, hey, what's up? What are you doing oh, over here? Oh my God. What's going on? Why are you walking over here? Where are you going? You want to hang out? And I was just like, what? Oh, oh my God. No. And maybe I was just afraid because I was like young and new to the area or like maybe that's actually a scary situation. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I lived there for like a, I moved up there. I lived there for a minute. Oh, wait, wait. So what did you do? What? When that happened? I think I was just like, 
I think I was just like, hey, yeah, like I'm going somewhere. Thanks. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then I just like walked like really fast, like away. Now, as a girl, I think you've encountered a lot of awkward situations like that, right? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call them awkward as much as it's just like their energy was very abrasive. And I was just like, damn, I did I invite this? Mm-hmm. And I think subconsciously, depending on where you're at in your life, you are inviting that energy, you know, and I say subconscious because you're not aware of it. Right. So it was your attire. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess definitely so. drove them to seek you out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, like I'm just like so innocent, like walking by this like park that like MS 13, you know, like that's their spot. Yeah. And I'm just like, la, la, la. I'm in California. The plants are beautiful. You know, like I'm going to be a star. Yeah. Like I'm out here to chase my dreams. Da-na-na-na. You know, just like running down the sidewalk. <laughs> just like not wearing any clothes because that's just who I am. I'm just like so, oh, so comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. Literally just my skin. <laughs> well, yeah, you, I feel like you my, are. My whole life people are like, can you put some more clothes on? <laughs> you know? Amber, we're going to a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Can you dress decent, please? You're not going to wear that to church, are you? Oh, geez. You know? Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, So I I lived out there for a minute. Mm -hmm. I uh, I worked downtown. I I was performing and recording. You know, I really hustled. I've always, like, just tried to, like, take advantage of every opportunity. Yeah. Because you never know. Like you have to put an egg in everyone's basket because you don't fucking know who, what connections they're going to make. So I was just, I was trying everything and anything. I was putting my energy out in every direction. And, uh, I mean, I had like, I had a good run, but it just like, as I was telling you earlier, like it just didn't feel like things were sticking, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like maybe the universe was like, mm, nope, not yet. Mm. You got a few more lessons to teach you, you know, before before you're ready to really jump into the success train. Yeah. I feel like that happens, right? Like that shit happens to everyone. You know, the universe is just like, no, no, no. Like you're not ready for no, this. No, it's not your time. Like you're not ready for real love. I need to send you three more heartbreaks, <laughs> you know, mm. before we can lock it down. Or like you're not ready for a platinum record deal because, you know, you need to be humble and appreciate where you came from. You know, it's like so many, whatever it is. And I feel like my journey was really like growing into myself because where I was at, you know, four years ago, I was not being true to my authentic self. Mm-hmm. So how could I possibly have like put out music that resonates with people, you know? Yeah. Like it was good because I'm talented, but there's a lot of talented people in LA. Like what can you bring to the table that really speaks? There's a lot of competition to here for sure. Souls? For yeah. sure. There's so much, you know, I would go mm-hmm. to acting casting calls and it's like, there's 20 other people that are beautiful and have blonde hair and have nice teeth, mm-hmm. you know, and like, it can, used to be about that. Sing it, and it, dance. Yeah. Well, it used to be about, you know, you have to be a, a beautiful looking uh, guy or girl just to, you know, get in the door or, or have an opportunity to audition. But now it's totally different. With, I love it now. Yeah. They're yeah. like, what is authentic? They want to see real people. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah. If you, if you got the talent to act and you have a unique look to you, you yes. will definitely be casted. I feel like unique is really, like it's really, really where it's at. I think that's also like what kind of drove me to have this like kind of sexy, 
hairstyle. Like, remember when Miley Cyrus kind of came out with her hair and was like doing her whole exploring of herself? That's when, I think that's about the time that I cut my hair off. Hmm. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is unique. You got inspired. Like, people are going to fuck with this. (laughs) (laughs) You got inspired by Miley Cyrus? Is that what you're telling me right now? Um, I think, yeah. I think it was inspiring, right? Because Miley Cyrus was like... It was, it was, yeah, it was totally different. She was she, like Hannah Montana, yeah, you know? Like, exactly. Like living in her, my achy, breaky heart, you know, like living in like his shadow, <laughs> you know, like growing up like a little TV pop star. And then all of a sudden she was like, you know, like I'm fucking with rappers. Like I'm about to twerk for the VMAs. I ain't got no clothes on. And like I shaved my head, like mm-hmm. pretty much all my hair off. And it was just like, damn, like... Miley Cyrus can do that. Like, I'm about to just figure out who the fuck I am. She kind of started a movement, I feel like, a little bit with really, at least for me, and maybe it's just because we were around the same age at the time, because Britney Spears also did that. You know, like Madonna did that. Uh, Prince did that. Yeah, Britney Spears just went crazy, though. Well, Britney Spears, I don't know if she went crazy. I feel like she had a lot of pressure. You know, like she had, she started young. She was Mm -hmm. like a sensation at like 16. Like most people don't even start their period until like 15, you know? Like she was young as fuck. She was in the spotlight, you know, like had two kids in the spotlight. And then people are just like online just bashing her. Like you guys, you know, you don't fucking know anything about her personal life. You just know how the media portrays her. But she's reading your comments. You know, she didn't go crazy. She just like was hurt. She was like, fuck this. You know, like this is too much pressure. And then everyone's like, you're going to lose your kids. You know, she's like, I got to shave my head. You know, she probably was like maybe smoking pot or something and like didn't want to. I don't know. I think that's what I read that she like shaved her head because she like wanted to get rid of her hair because she was afraid they would like find traces of drugs in it or something. Hmm. Is that what happened? I, I just I just thought she seeked like a a healing process where you know maybe she saw a shaman or something and uh, oh really well i, I mean it <laughs> that's seems what like, you thought though i mean well that's isn't cool. it well isn't that what happens usually when people like they go to a uh, what, what, what do you call it a um, shaman yeah a healer a healer well it's like a there, there's a place where you go and you know the, they strip you of your technology pretty much and, and you're supposed to be in this one room uh oh, just think, she did meditating and thinking well i don't know but oh, it's, wow. it just seems like it um, I mean, she's doing, she's kind of weird, but like, she's so cute, you know, like she's so genuine. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I follow her now and I'm just like, damn, Brittany, like she's such a different person, you know? Yeah. Well, who, who was it that, that is a celebrity and now lives in Thailand and practices meditation? Uh, Keanu Reeves? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Cause I like him. <laughs> <laughs> that dude never gets old, by the way. He's amazing. Russell Simmons. Oh my God, Russell Simmons. He, I, I he's know the in name, Thailand. But I need like a picture of him. Russell Simmons. Uh, Tell me what uh, he was in. No, 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 no. He's a um, produ- <laughs> uh, producer, music. Um, I'm like, tell me what he starred in. Oh, he, Def Amber. Jam Records. Oh, okay. Russell okay. Simmons. Yeah, I know Def Jam. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so yeah, supposedly he's in Thailand just practicing meditation. Like, I mean, that you know. spiritual journey is like, you know, it's awaiting everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like just a matter of when you do it. It's amazing. I just, I'm in it right now. Yeah, I want to talk about that. I'm Um, in it. You got these chakras all over here. Yeah, so, well, these are (laughs) chakras. You got your cha-cha-cha-chakras. You got your chakras over here. (laughs) Chakra. Chakra. (laughs) I like that. You're rolling the R's? Chakra. Chakra. Okay. 
That's amazing. Um, so we have seven amazing. points of energy on our body, which are called chakras from your root all the way to your crown. And, um, yeah, I've really like kind of dived into, I've always really been into like healing and, uh, you know, I grew up in church, so I, I always like sang in the church band and like led prayer because I wanted to bring healing and like peace to people. And uh, I feel like now I've kind of taken more of a holistic approach because I'm realizing like the power of energy and healing energy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, ever since I was little, like I was obsessed with crystals. I mean, I don't even think I read a book. I think I read like one book, maybe two books the entire time I was in school. Mm -hmm. But I always had my crystal books, you know, and I was reading up on that, but like storybooks. I just never really got into that. Now, what are, what are chakras here for? Well, chakras are the points of energy on your body. So, you know, you have your root, your sacral, right. your solar plexus, your heart, your throat, um, your third eye, and your crown. And they all represent different things. There's affirmations for all of them. I, I know, like, for example, um, if you're feeling very unsafe, you know, and that's like a particular pattern that's like, you know, in your life, it, it may be because your root chakra is blocked, if you will, mm -hmm. or like not operating at its fullest potential. Or um, if you have a difficulty communicating or speaking your truth, then your throat chakra may be blocked. And there's tons of things that can block that. You know, it can be... Um, What's the sexual one? The sexual one is sacral. sacral and that one sacral. is right above your root. Yeah. So it's like just below your belly button. It's like sexual and creativity. Um, there's just, there's so many things. I Like I said, I'm just really getting into it. Yeah. So I... But like, but like physically, they're just bowls. Um. No, 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 they're not bowls. Those bowls. So what that is right there mm -hmm. is, um, those are sound healing bowls. Sound healing bowls. And each one of them is a note, because it emits a frequency that is the same frequency that your chakra emits. So by me playing those bowls, I'm tuning into your chakra and I'm opening up those points of energy. Hmm. And then I can put, I can push energy, like healing energy into your body. So for example, when people do like sound baths, sound you know, baths. they just like lay on the ground and somebody plays those bowls that are like instruments and they play them, you know, they go from, I think they go from C, let's see, C, D, E, F, G, A, I think maybe it's B. I don't, I don't know exactly, but each one of them is a note and they harmonize with each other. And you can like make music and it's very peaceful. It's very therapeutic. It's a big thing out here in California. They do lots of sound baths. Really? Yeah. And I'm using it. I just got um, my first level Reiki, which is energy healing. You, I think there's Reiki one, Reiki two, and then a Reiki master. And I just got certified for level one. And it's um, I use those sound bowls in my healing sessions to open up the points of energy, the chakras, and then I send the healing hmm. into their body. I've always wondered what those sounds like whenever magic. I watched the meditation, like it's magic. Hey, it's magic. Hey, this is the chakra. This is your chakra speaking. Hey. Call me Mr. Chakra. We should do AM, ASMR or AMSR. What is it? I don't know. ASMR and mukbang and it's the thing. <laughs> 
That's weird, right? ASMR and, and mukbang and all that. Oh my God, that's amazing. I feel like I want to do that and just like eat some chips. Eat an apple. Yeah. I bet people would pay for that. Like People would. Do you guys want to hear me? I want to hear it. Lick something <laughs> yes what's that <laughs> <laughs> we, i think we can all agree here oh my god that's hilarious it's G- very give us a little taste here of uh, how it sounds it's rewarding oh you want to hear it yeah see i've always i've always wondered what that oh sound god, was yes. when i um Yay. when i would google or go on youtube google. oh when you do like it's meditation like, videos yes and- it what it does is it opens up your motherfucking chakras. Yeah, literally. Like earlier I had um I had someone in here and we were doing a session and uh I actually put the bowls on her body and then I spun them and it like the vibration like she could feel it in her body and she was like, I'm floating right now. So really? Crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. And uh, I worked on someone's heart chakra the other day and they had a lot of pain like trapped in their heart because pain and emotions literally get trapped in your physical body. Yeah. Specifically trauma, but all emotions get trapped inside your body. And um, when you open up those points of energy, those emotions will, you can pull them out and it's really intense. So she like she cried a lot because she had a lot of pain in her heart. And when I opened it, she oh, just wow. she just laid here and cried for a little bit. Wow. And like that fear and and those emotions are driving everything that we're doing like every day. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's important to like release that. I think that's why it's so important to express your emotions. Um. Can you hear me? No. But I can hear that. You can hear this now. Ooh. Okay, what are you playing right now? That's the solar plexus. Solar plexus. The solar. This is the solar plexus. I want to play, um, let's see, are these two in harmony? No, those are dissonance. Yeah, these. This is what I, I'll show you what I do in my healing session. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oops, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Okay. Like, for example, if someone needs to open their sacral chakra for their sexual energy, I do a little bit of this. Okay. If someone needs to open up their chakras for their sexual energy, this is the sound. just made me relax so much right now that really? was that was cool yeah yes i need this in my life you i do. need some chakras in my life. <laughs> you're like i like that i like that you guys, you, remember, you guys remember that from the simpsons when that old lady she's like i like that you're hired
I mean, of course, you would have to be 30 because that was when the episode aired. So, you know. Mm. Ew, Mo. ASMR for you guys. Why would you burp in the middle of a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Why would I record my own um, sounds of moaning too, right? (laughs) We're going to go that route. Okay. I did not record it. The phone recorded me having beautiful orgasms. And you are just the receiver on the end of getting that message. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I follow. Mm-hmm. Yes, I follow. Mm hmm. So you took a break from singing, right? And then you were trying to find yourself? Or? Well, so, you know, I lived in, I moved around a, a bunch of times, right? How many times? Like, <laughs> like five. Five times? Yeah. Since you came to Cali? Yeah. That's, you know, not, that's in, not that bad. I was in like Torrance. I was in Koreatown. Then I moved to Marina Del Rey. Five times in four years. Then I moved to Santa Monica. Mm. Then I moved back to Marina Del Rey. I wow. mean, I, so I was like, I was singing for a lot of people. I was in incredible studios. I was writing for people, singing for them, singing for myself, like performing weekly in a speakeasy. And uh, it just felt like something was missing, you know? I feel like I was, um, I, I really felt like I was about to have a spiritual awakening. You know, I kind of felt, it was like my intuition was telling me that. Like I was getting annoyed with where I was at. I was getting annoyed with the people around me. I wanted to just, I felt like, damn, I am shifting. Like I am fucking changing. <laughs> Something's changing. Like I got to figure this out. I got to step back. Like, figure out what's happening. Because making music, like, was not fulfilling. You know, I didn't want to go to the club and sing. And I was singing with, like... Was it just not enough for you at the time? Or, I I mean... I feel like it was... Because it's what you love to do. I mean, it almost felt like it was too much of the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Like, I was singing the, the saxophone player of Pink Floyd, Scott. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, he was playing up there and he's like, Amber, are you going to come up and sing? You know, and like something inside of me was just like, uh, like, no. Really? And then, and then that's when I realized like, fuck, like something is really happening. Like something is really shifting in me because I love singing, but it wasn't fulfilling. I don't know if it's because it wasn't the genre that I loved because I love like old school, soulful jazz. And I also really like funk and, um, I was riding around with a lot of like rock guys, mm. you know, and they play a lot of Led Zeppelin and, you know, being a Bonham, they're like, Amber, you know, get up here and sing this. And it's just like, I was so tired. Like my soul was tired. <laughs> like my body was tired. Mm. And, um, now so being a Bonham real quick, you are related to John Bonham, John, John Bonham, John Bonham. Yeah, we are. Uh, so I used to think he was my great uncle, which, of course, is really impressive. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's my great uncle. And everyone's like, "Whoa, fuck, like direct relation, Mm-mm-mm-mm. mad talent, <laughs> you know. And then I started I thinking, I started thinking, like, I actually don't know if he's my great uncle. So, like, maybe I should look this information up before someone looks it up for me and is like, you're a liar. <laughs> you know, like you just used your bottom name to get. ahead." <laughs> 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 so I looked it up. 
And uh, we're actually distant cousins, but we are related by blood. Oh, wow. So, hooray to me. Hooray. I was not lying. You know, I was just a little misinformed. Yeah. You know, I think like one of my half sisters like said, yeah, I, we're, he's our great uncle. And then I was like, are you sure? And she's like, well, actually, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, because I put that in my bio, like on my website. So let me, let me go edit that information out really quick. <laughs> and, uh, sorry to deter you, but yeah, back like, to the what were we even saying? speakeasy, I forgot. You, you're at the speakeasy, you're performing. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. you we were doing didn't the, feel right. Yeah. So I just, you know, I really decided to like take a step back because my. So you, you, you were doing like rock music around that time. You were singing for. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was doing, I was performing like some jazz stuff like earlier in the evening, mm-hmm. you know, like some like, you know, like summertime and the living is easy, you know, and like there would be like a jazz band behind me and it was kind of hot, but like not a lot of people were drawn to it, you know? Because that's an old sound. Yeah. And it doesn't make you want to dance. It makes you just want to sit there and look at me, which made me feel uncomfortable Mm. because I felt like I was not in my own skin. Yeah. I felt like someone else was running the ship, like seriously. And that's scary, you know? I feel like a lot of us feel that way. You know, like every day we're just, we think we're doing what we love, but we're not satisfied. And we're like going through the motions and we're feeling like empty at the end of the day. Yeah. And we turn to like substances or sex or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck helps us feel. Yeah. You know, because we're absent. Well, I really was drawn into drugs and sex. Um, not not too heavy of drugs, but I, I think um, I tried cocaine like three times, four times. Yeah. And when I was young, never did it again, though. When you were young, you when are I was, young. Well, listen, uh, I'm 30. <laughs> okay. Okay, so anyone who's 50, he's 30, right? And he's referring to when he was young, okay? So um, We're back in the day. Yeah. No, but I think the, um, besides cocaine, uh, uh, the hardest, other hardest drug I've done is acid one time. Yeah, acid is but intense. Yeah, but what I was getting at is um, like having to. a job, like waiting tables was not only frustrating, not only degrading in, in, a way, in a way it is it is a little degrading yeah especially if the people you're waiting on are like in a bad mood you know? in a bad mood that you know that they treat you like just like like this help yeah like you're not really important you're not a person you're yes. just i mean you are their server but it's not you know it's, it's like i'm on. doing that you're paying me i'm doing this because you're paying me not because i and we barely got paid you like barely pathetic. get paid as servers yeah. two two seventy five an hour something i know like that. it's because the tips are incredible you know in california mm-hmm. i get paid 14 like 75 an hour really and i get them tips wait what do you so what do you do uh as Damn far as that tips doing what huh doing what uh, i bartend and serve okay yeah I mean, yeah, I, when you live in California, you can't just come out here and be like, I'm a musician because you will literally starve mm-hmm. and end up on the street, which well, I feel yeah. like a lot of creative people out here are on the street. I always try to be really nice to them. Plus, you never know what people are fucking going through. You know, you should yeah. be nice to everyone. Like, are you on unemployment right now? Or Yes. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. My restaurant closed. Of I work course. at, uh, well, I work here in the marina and... Um, yeah, because of COVID, the restaurant closed. So I've been on unemployment since March. And that's actually right around the time when I was like not singing. And I was like, I got to fucking figure this out. Like what is going on with me? 
That is so weird that you took a break at exactly the right time. Yes. So I go through cycles in my life where I work like I bust my ass, stack of bread, no focus on my goals and like my purpose. I just hustle and then I like burn myself out and then I take a break for like six months and I, I have like a burst of creativity and I do all my music stuff. And then when I've exhausted that, I go back to working. So I don't know if that's necessarily like a good cycle, but that's how I live mm. my life. So I was thinking like, you know, right around that time, I'm like, fuck, I gotta, I'm not going to work here anymore. I kept telling everyone like, I'm going through a spiritual awakening. Like I'm not coming back to work. I'm going to figure something else out. And then it was like, boom, coronavirus, wow. boom, unemployment. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like I hear you universe. So I, I really took the time to do the inner mm. work, do the healing, you know? Wow. You know, speaking of, of hearing from the universe or listening calling out i am the universe <laughs> you're the universe and the chakra all in one you're the shoe universe I am the, the shoe universe the shmooniverse the shmooniverse the unish i'm the, the smooch the smooch smooch <laughs> you're the smooch <laughs> what a smooch <laughs> smooch sounds like a smooch a smooch yeah some more here we go hey <laughs> give me give me a smooch <laughs> no hey listen for real though um so i was i was so close to signing an eight months uh contract Mm -hmm. at another apartment in houston Mm -hmm. okay and i was just like man i really don't want to do that because i want to come out here to california but i don't know i don't know when is a good time to come out here because of what's going on everything is closed down you can't get a job it's. I mean, you can, but it's. It's very difficult. I mean, even the people who had jobs don't have jobs right uh, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody and, knew. You can't just get. Yeah, no one knew who's getting jobs. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's like you know when before COVID, I was like, well, I can always do serving. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm good at that. Um, I've done it before. I can drive. I can be a chauffeur. I'm doing that right now with my dad. Yeah. But right now, it's it's so just depressing. It you know. Like at the, there's just no fulfillment in it. Yeah. At the same time, though, it's a break for everybody. Like, I learned how to play the piano um, during quarantine. That's amazing. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I've tried to learn how to play the piano for so many years. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like, I have the piano. And you remember when you came over and I had, like, the alphabets on there? Like, yes. the scales? like a, Not the scales, but the, the, it the is. keys. You had the alphabets for the scales. Yeah, the for, scale yeah. is the keys. Yeah. yeah. A, B, C. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. You posted a video. You You put no, no, no. You posted a picture uh, on. I think it was Facebook. And what did I say? And I don't know. You said something, but then somebody commented like, "Are those letters (laughs) on the keyboard?" (laughs) And you were just like, "Yes, (laughs) they are." LOL. Like you know, it's like you know, you have to. Everyone, you have to learn somewhere. Like you got to start somewhere. Like, fuck it, dude. Who cares? Who cares if you tape the letters on there? How else are you supposed to learn? How do you think kids learn? Yeah. You know? But uh, before we before we get sidetracked here, uh, what I was saying is, so... I'm already sidetracked. Um, You're so sidetracked. I fell off the track. Is there a chakra for sidetracking? <laughs> yes. It's for your focus, actually. It's for your third eye. What is that called? Your third eye. No, it's just called third eye chakra? Yeah. It's literally uh-huh. like where they where you put a red dot on your head. Yeah, I know. I know what a third eye is. Yeah. Well, you looked at me like you didn't understand. Well, no, I was trying to... Sh- hey, listen. Smoochin' <laughs> over here. Smooch. Hey, can we... Uh, <laughs> can we go back? 
smooch. I'll make sure to record it and uh, send it to the last guy that I smooched. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Oh my god. I will save your smooch I forever. Just, I just can't believe that I left your voicemail on me. I can't believe that I did that. I mean, I like I can believe it, but it's like, was how did I call you? Like, did my I don't know because I I didn't even I didn't even <laughs> did what, did my hand was my hand like outstretched on the bed and it like accidentally like dialed your number <laughs> something I don't know what was Were going you the on. Last person that how I did, called. <laughs> how do you have your phone with you when you're having sex? You just okay. You just so you, I assume you just had it somewhere in the bed or maybe in your pocket. It was definitely and, not in my pocket because how was I having sex? Oh, you're right. With a pocket on. Guys, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe for guys that works for you, girls it doesn't. There's no vagina flap. <laughs> <laughs> they should make that like a vagina flap. I think just. they do actually. I think it's in like really kinky panties. But that sounds disgusting. Vagina flap. <laughs> it does. Oh my god, yeah. girl! Did you get that with the vagina flap? <laughs> a flap. <laughs> a flap of prostitutes. Um, Wait, so what were you saying? We are so sidetracked. Um, <laughs> there was a track. That voicemail was amazing, though. He's, I, I, I just, I, I saw, I saw, I have a missed call and then a voicemail from Amber. I was like, wait a minute. I haven't talked to Amber for like, and I know, I mean, <laughs> I she told to me she has a boyfriend. Last time that we had sex. Yeah, and, and she told me she has a boyfriend. Like okay. Let's find out what's going on here. <laughs> uh, oh my god i swear you were like going off it was like the most amazing sex you've ever had or something because you, you know just, i am vocal yes okay? yes <sighs> anyways Wait, are um you serious? yeah it was oh intense god. i am like i feel like i would have been embarrassed prior to this moment you know but i'm not embarrassed i because you're and so you're self-controlled you're yeah, i feel like through my healing and like spiritual awakening like I'm totally accepting of like all parts of myself. And it's like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I sounded like that. (laughs) There you go. I mean, Hey, listen, there's no shame to what you did because it already happened. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But more intense. Did I say harder? (laughs) You said everything in the book. (laughs) Slap me or something. I don't know. It was, it was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) Mel. Choke me harder, daddy. No, I did not. You're lying. Okay. Well, I might have embellished a little bit, but you you did, you, you were moaning pretty hard and and you said yes a lot, like a lot harder. You did. You said harder. I remember that. I remember that. You said harder. (sighs) <sighs> and at one point you're like, <sighs> I guess you orgasmed or something. At one point I came. <laughs> you came. God, all that buildup. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing, by the way. I just wanted you to know that because I thought I, I thought I thought maybe once. this was a joke, and then at the end you were gonna be like, "Gotcha, bitch," or something. What happened at the end? Did I say, "Oh shit, press end"? You wish that was you, huh? Well, too bad or something. I don't know. I bet you wish that was you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is just, um, that is my life. Hey, listen, we got sidetracked. What I was trying to, what I was trying to get in, get to here. Well, you were point, saying about drugs. No, that was before. Okay. No, what I'm saying is, okay. I said, I almost got, I almost signed an eight months lease in Houston, right? <laughs> That's right. And I wanted to come out here in California, but I didn't know when. And you were like, I know how to be a waiter. I know how to drive a taxi. <sighs> yes, exactly. But, no, well, this was after COVID happened. You should happened. Uber, though. Yeah. 
Like, there's fucking money in that. Yeah, but Uber laid off a bunch of people, too. Yeah, but you could be like, I don't know. Anyways, finish your story. <laughs> I got to figure something out. But, um, <laughs> um, so I was like, well, I could move in with my parents or I could sign an eight months lease. Um, moving in with my parents, of course, would have me save money to come out here to California, more money to come out here to California. So I just, uh, you know, I kind of sent a signal out to the universe and asked the universe, uh, what should I do? You know, give me a sign. The universe always answers. And the universe answered me that night. What did the universe say? It might have actually, the next day it did. That's incredible. You were like, literally I, in that moment, the universe appeared to me. Appeared to me. Listen, <laughs> so I so I was like, you know what? All right, I guess the universe isn't giving me a sign. Because um, t- the next day was going to be the day that I decide either to tell my manager, hey, never mind, I'm not going to sign that lease. Mm-hmm. And also tell my parents, hey, I'm coming to live with you guys. Yeah. So it, this was the night, the last night I was just like, man, whatever, I'm just going to just gonna smoke some weed drink some beer and watch a movie so i put on the social network i haven't watched that yet um you know what it's about of course facebook and the rise of mark zuckerberg and no no i need yeah. to watch that mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a really good is it movie. like enlightening as fuck it's very enlightening and you realize very. how much of an asshole mark zuckerberg is zuckerberg zuckerberg I'm just kidding. I don't screwed know. over his friends and shit it's crazy Wow. But, uh, wow, intense. Well, that's all someone's perspective. It's whoever made the show, right? Well, yeah, of course. You know, who knows? But he really was a dick, too. <laughs> he screwed over um, his business partners. I will have to watch it. You shouldn't watch it. Mm, okay. <laughs> so you watched that, and then how did the. So I watched it. And then during the middle of it, um, the. The okay, so Justin Timberlake played uh, the founder of Napster in that movie, by the way. And he goes up to Mark Zuckerberg, um, and he tells him, "You have to go to California. You have to. If you want to be successful, you need to go." Oh, by the, shut up! I swear, I'm not even joking. <laughs> shut up! I'm, I'm not even joking. You like watch that, and you were like, and he was like, "Go by the summer. You need to go by the summer." Is this speaking or to me? That's how the universe And works. I was just like, that's it. I'm I'm moving in with my parents, and I'm saving up money for, for, to move to California. Yeah. Because it needs to happen. Yeah. It needs to happen. So the, the sooner the better. I didn't want to wait until fucking um, April <laughs> or July to, yeah. to move out here because, you know, I wanted to just get the ball rolling already. Yeah. So, yeah. You didn't want to wait till April or July? No, it's, it's I didn't. July right now. Of, of next year. Oh, if I was going to sign in, if I was going to sign an eight months lease. Oh, that's right. Wow, it's so crazy how like movies really speak to us like that. Yeah. Yes, that's really how the universe. Well, really, anything you can you can have a sign from almost anything. I mean, the billboard can be your sign. That's what it's I'm just saying. How you interpret it, really? Exactly. I mean, because the universe can't just come down and like whisper in your ear, like, "Hey, it's time to go." Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah. got yeah, you got to be thinking about it. Well, and I mean, and it speaks to us in like movies, pictures, signs, you know, people. People, yeah, anything really, as long as your 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 focus is uh, is on that, you know. As long you, as you're like receptive and you're re- in that space, receptive. That's that's. Yep. Yep. That's a good word. You gotta Receptive. switch it. Receptive. Receptive. You gotta be. <laughs> you gotta be. Give 
smoosh while you're sitting. <laughs> you gotta be. You gotta, gotta be. Gotta be, gotta be, gotta, gotta be. Gotta be receptive. That could be a jingle. You gotta be receptive. Wait, that's already a jingle. Is it? Wait, no, it's not. Na, 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 na. Sounds like it. Oh, that's like a, sounds like a, a 90s um, song. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's. Auto parts. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how that one goes, right? Yeah. <laughs> is there a John Moore here in Cali? Or no, is that only in... A John Moore? John Moore. What is that? Uh, plumbing service. Oh, I was like, I don't know John Moore. Is that another actor? I guess that that's. I, don't know? <laughs> no, I guess that's only in Houston because they have a really good um, for uh, like catchline, catchphrase. Um, it call John, get more. John Moore, plumbing services. Call John, get more. That would have been better. Yeah. Wait, was that actually how it goes? Maybe I just didn't hear that in your. Voice. It was. It was deeper towards the end. Like the. Oh. The pitch was deeper. Yeah, I don't know. McDonald's? Call John, get more. McDonald's has a really good one. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. I actually sang that to my friend in the UK, and he said, he was like, what is that? I'm like, dude, it's what obviously do you mean, what like is that? the McDonald's jingle. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, no, no, it, uh, in, in the UK, it sounds completely different. And it does, like the notes are different. Mm. It's a weird. It's a weird. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bee, I'm a bee, I'm a bee. Yeah, so... Um, there we go, 51 minutes. Yes, in 8 seconds, 10 seconds. Wow, it's passing. It's so fast. Oh, I mean, I guess that's a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> So fast. Slow down. Oh, my God. I was like, why is it counting so fast? I was like looking at the milliseconds. If you had the choice between a time machine or a teleport, what would you have? Teleport? Teleport. Obviously. Yeah. Because you wouldn't want to go back in time and... No. And fix or change something in your timeline no you wouldn't do anything different in your past from your past no really i feel like every experience has shaped me okay people say that because there's no time machine moving on no i feel like really because what if you went back you know like we've seen it on rick and morty right they go back in the past they try to fix something, and somebody steps on a fucking dragonfly. Yeah, and it. Fucks and then when up they, the, you know, yeah, it, it's like, what if I go back, you know, to like apologize to this boy in fourth grade or something when I like broke his heart, and when I apologize to him, then he decides, okay, Amber's gonna be my girlfriend, and then my whole fucking world changes, and then maybe I'm not a singer. You oh know? shit! You know, it's yeah. like I don't want to change anything. I like where I'm at. I like the growth. It was really hard and scary. But, you know, like, if I didn't try drugs, I wouldn't know that they weren't for me, you know? Do you ever have a spiritual experience with drugs? Yes. Yeah. There was one time I took some acid on a gummy bear, and I was sitting in my friend's apartment in Koreatown, and I I saw this shade of purple when I sang... And it was like I was hearing and seeing the color purple in my voice. And it was so fucking beautiful and profound. It was like I could feel it, see it, and hear it all at once. And that, I think to this day, is still the most spiritual. It wasn't like some profound like vision. It was just like a knowing of 
myself. Like I saw like a glimpse of, I don't, I don't know, like I guess the color of my voice, maybe, maybe the color of my aura. I don't know. It's pretty incredible. I mean, I've done, you know, I've done some drugs that like felt really amazing. You know, like the sex obviously is really good on some drugs, but mm-hmm. it was never like, I was laying there and I was just like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. except for that one time. Uh, yeah. Drugs kind of, for me, they, um, I had a lot of like fear and trauma, like trapped in my body and, uh, drugs just kind of like amplified that fight or flight state. So whenever I did drugs, I, I just got more scared hmm. or I wouldn't say I got more scared. The fear in me was coming out. Like it was, I was tapping into it. Just anxious or like, yeah, like scared, afraid, uh, fearful of my environment, hmm. you know, like whatever it was just like. When it was pot, you know, it was like, yeah, I was real anxious. I like, I, I never wanted to sing yeah. when I was fucked up. Oh wow! Even when I drank, you know, when I would go to clubs and I'd have a few shots, and I'm like, yeah, we're come on stage, and I'm just like, no, I, why are you calling me up there? I, I don't want to be here. It has the opposite effect on me, obviously. And I yeah. try to. <laughs> oh we were, my we were performing God. at this um, Club little in venue in San Antonio, <laughs> like a little, a little venue, a little like venue on the Riverwalk, just you know, quaint. Like, you know, people were having a good time. Honestly, it was like a quaint little bar, and we were like playing like hip hop music. Like it was so <laughs> out of the environment. Like the vibe was just off. Yeah, I, well, it was a lot of music. It was like hip hop, EDM, and then they finish it off with some rock. Yeah, uh, like metal. It was like yeah, like, like not rock, like metal, like metal. Um, but yeah, so we, we did like the song artists, like a little creative, obviously like a college creative project. Yeah. So we did, we were doing the song. <laughs> we were doing okay. the song. Everything went perfect. Smooth. I remember the lyrics and then it sounded um, good. He was looking hot. Good. I was looking hot. I was I facing was the audience. Hot. I was, you know, I'm, you a little, I'm a little firecracker. So like mm-hmm. naturally I showed up in a fucking spandex onesie yep. with my ass hanging out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Cause I like to challenge the system. <laughs> oh yeah. And get a rise out of people. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm up there singing. And it was, so we're, we were done with our, you know, performance together. And then she, she's still on there. She's, she's doing her thing. And then, Oh my God. I have a little I'm too remembering m- now. I have a little t- too, too much beer. I was singing and like a beautiful song. Yes. It wasn't even a rap song. It was I was singing literally like a beautiful, um, it was a song that me and Boosh, Abraham, that we like wrote together and it was like beautiful and sad and powerful and, and most like <laughs> most like fucked up right this is how fucked up he is he walks up the stage and like like gives me like a drunk nod like because <laughs> like, you know. he looked at me like what the fuck are you He's doing like, you know what's gonna happen like you obviously so he confused. was so out of touch like he was just like really fucking up the vibe and he looks at me and like he grabs he grabs a <laughs> microphone like off a stand behind me i don't even know if it was plugged in and, I, i'm uh, pretty sure it was yeah and, <laughs> and like abraham's like what and he's like, like what are you doing he's like i'm a freestyle i'm gonna freestyle to this beat i'm gonna freestyle to this beat <laughs> and he saved my ass oh yeah abraham was like well uh uh i what did he say he's like well i i haven't i haven't heard you like rap so i have to you know we have to do a session together but we'll do it next time or something like that you know he let me off easy like, like he was really nice he let me off easy and, and it's good like you don't want to hurt someone's ego when they're drunk you know yeah, I hurt my I hurt my own ego <laughs> that night. Um, it li- I hesitated. I did not you know, I hesitated. I hesitated. Yeah, really? Yes. That's I, hilarious. I remember I so much shit that, that we did, and then this one time as well uh, oh, <laughs> that I 
reminisced about uh, on the beach. We were at the beach. Uh, you gave me your key to your apartment. <laughs> and that night, I'm, okay, that night we hooked up. That day, though, the last, the night before we hooked oh, up, God. the night before we hooked up, I just broken up with my uh, girlfriend. Amber in, at the, the time. in her 20s. And, uh, <laughs> and I, you know, I leave my shit there in your room and I go to work. Um, and then I think, I guess you have to work a night shift or something. Salt, salt greasy. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but cause it was like 12 AM. I remember it was 12 AM. I had your key and I didn't even think of doing the courtesy of knocking on the door. Cause saying, you thought no one else was there. I didn't think anybody else was there. You know, I, I know you had one roommate, so maybe he was there. Yeah. Who was my roommate? Well, you had your brother there. Oh, I was like other than my brother. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was just my brother. Yeah, I just I just remember your brother was there. So, yeah. and uh, <laughs> by the way, that was really awkward. Whenever we were having sex, and your brother was in the other room, I Did was that like, happen? I was like, is, did is, that happen? Yes, because you were you were being loud too, and and I was like, was he? I? Yeah, and it was like, I'm so embarrassed. And the whole time I was just like Amber, like I feel bad. You're like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> that um, is so embarrassing for the record. <laughs> It is okay to <laughs> grow as a person and be embarrassed a little bit of your past. Absolutely. Well, it yeah. You know, because I, I, I was just so young. You were young. I was young too. I was like twenty-two or something. Like how old was I? I, was I think like, you were twenty-one. I was like twenty. You were was, twenty. Yeah, you were. I was 20. like twenty. I like literally like just finished college. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think Wait a minute. So. So yeah. I, I must have been like 23, 22, 23 around there. Yeah. I, Probably I like, 23. I think I like, 23. I like literally just finished college. Like what a little baby. And I'm just like, don't worry about it. Like what? How is that? Okay. You know? Yeah. Oh my God. It's okay. Whatever. Um, I have grown since. Yes. She doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> she doesn't. She's not the person. Um, but uh, so you gave me your key. And I fucking, you know, I just, I just walk in. I just turn the key knob. He puts it in and he, he just opens the door. I put, I put it in <laughs> slow and I open the door and there's like five people on the couch just staring at me like, who the fuck is this brown guy? Like just coming into the apartment like he owns the place. That's literally amazing. You just like come in. And I fucking look at your brother. I give him I give him a nod. Like, I don't say anything like, the whole time. Oh, I know you heard me fucking your sister earlier. Hello. You like, yeah, like you know what it is, brother. What's going on? I'm here to pick up my shit and leave. I fucking walk into your room, literally just pick up my shit and just go. I don't even say bye. I think I remember. I don't even say bye to them. Why I, I did so not embarrassed? you should have just been like what's up guys who are you yeah exactly exactly yeah i should have but at the time i was just that kind of person so, yeah yeah you know i've been in i mean i haven't been in that exact situation but like i've been a different person you know <laughs> like, yeah than i am now yeah i mean here you are like hosting you know essentially a talk show really really you know? yeah well that's what a podcast is yeah and a recorded talk show if you will and um <laughs> And it's like, you know, before you like walk into a room and you're like, oh, <laughs> and then you just run, <laughs> you just run away. <laughs> yeah, I, it was so, How it was so awkward. <laughs> it was so awkward. Uh, um, it's not until I read a book uh, named uh, How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne. That mm -hmm. book, it's, it's a, a self-help book. 
I love self-help. He's a life coach. he's a life coach, Corey Wayne. I love life coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good and ones. and after that, um, and it teaches you how to talk to women better, by the way, in that yes. book. So after that, and through some trial and error, I finally got the confidence to just be, you know, present, actually yes. present in the room. Because yes. before before then I was not present. I was I try to just blend in the background and yeah. not be noticed. And that's exactly what happened. It's at so that important night. to be present. That's exactly yeah. I am now present too. And it feels like doesn't it just feel incredible? It does, yeah. To like be and exist like where you are. Like the emotions you're feeling are where you're at exactly. You're not worrying about later. You're not dwelling on the past. You are not speaking in can'ts and don'ts. You're speaking in what is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so amazing. I love being present. I wasn't. Pre- I was absent, you know, my entire life mm. until like a month ago, and now I feel like I was unplugged from the matrix. Yeah, like through the spiritual awakening, like I, my connections with people who I am connecting with are deep, you know, and I feel like I can hear. I hear everyone. It's like, it's pretty cool. Wait, so what were you saying? I'm sorry, I got off on a tangent. No, it's okay. On a tangerine. I got off on a tangerine. On a tangerine. I slipped on a banana peel and landed on a tangerine. And then I smooched. And then I smooched. And then I smooched. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know, I forgot. So you were reading the book. I was reading the book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. But that night, that night was very awkward, and um, it was just, it was just one of those times. If you had a time machine, and you could go back to that moment. Would I wouldn't go back to that moment. I would go back to a. Uh, but if you did, would you do it differently? Yeah, absolutely, I would. Yeah. But, you know. Well, that wouldn't maybe get me to where I am today. Yeah, because that uncomfortable situation pushed you maybe to be like, fuck, that was right. weird. Exactly. I need to be more in tune with myself. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could, I could, you know, if I had a time machine, I could say I want to go back to the time where I got jumped by four Hispanic guys, <gasps> one black guy, and got my jaw broken. That happened? That happened. 2011, New Year's Eve. My birthday. 2010 New Year's Eve. So New Year's Day. Uh, 2011 New Year's Day. It happened around 1 a.m. In 2011? That's literally when I turned 21. On New Year's Day? That's my birthday. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Wow. Wow. Well. You don't think that that event changed you for the better? It did. Oh, definitely. Because right after that, I started taking uh, Taekwondo, MMA, and and I recently just did Kung Fu for a little bit. Before. That's hot. Can yeah. you do that now? Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A I little know. Bit. Like, I, well, I haven't... I haven't spar from time to time. I haven't <laughs> studied martial arts in a long time, but I, I still right. do some of the do techniques it. at home when I can. Do it. Do it. Do all the techniques. Round kick me, daddy. Round <laughs> kick me. Slap me. <laughs> 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 um oh that is hilarious yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's what i'm saying wow. is like that wouldn't so have i wouldn't have one no you e- were 23 23 20 oh i was God. i think i was like 22 actually around I think that time my dad told me a similar story when he was young mm-hmm. he like got the girlfriend of like one of the jocks 
because you know he was a little romancer nice in his pantser and um mm. the uh those guys pulled up to him at a stoplight dragged him out of his car and beat the shit out of him and after that moment he started studying martial arts and then he became a bodybuilder like it completely changed his life nice you know those moments are pivotal they are for our growth they really are yeah they really are yeah and they they can be so painful but isn't you know doesn't the growth come from the pain yeah we grow when we're uncomfortable that's right yeah changes changes weird nobody likes to to yeah. change nobody likes a, a new environment people like comfort it, yeah it's so uncomfortable but the, you're not going to grow that way yes it's like working out when yeah. you work out a certain way you've got to change the way you're working yes, out and because you have to like push yourself to you have to push the limits a little bit yep got to well, be uncomfortable if you, if you just do the elliptical all day every day easy nothing you won't really see results yeah when you do the intervals you know and you like you do the speed and then you slow it down it's like maybe mm-hmm. yeah it's so amazing i'm so excited for all of my growth and like change right now i'm excited too for, for me? you yeah i'm excited for you <laughs> we said that at the same time for me are we in sync for me are, are we in sync Sinking activated. <laughs> what's a what's an NSYNC song? Sync bot activated. Uh, I used to love NSYNC. Did they sing bye bye bye? Yeah. Was that Backstreet Boys? No, that was NSYNC. Na, 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 I used to have a Justin Timberlake uh, poster. Don't be crazy. <laughs> this, Justin Timberlake is listen. I a was shit. I was I was in uh, sixth grade, and sixth. I went. Was I in sixth? I think it was in sixth grade. Yeah, I was in sixth grade or fifth grade. Yeah, sixth. I don't remember. Sixth or fifth or sixth. Anyway, I went to this reading club uh, in the library, the local library in Sugarland, Texas. Oh my God, that is so cute. And I won this raffle. Go to Sugarland. I won this raffle. Raffle? Was it a raffle yet? Or something like some kind of competition for completing. It was a brothel. A number of books, a brothel. And and then and and then what did you win? The poster? Well, the guy was like, "All right, you can pick." Or the girl, there was a girl and a guy hosting the thing, and the girl was like, "All right, you can pick uh, whatever poster you want." And I was like, "Oh, I want that one." And I put put it. Uh, I pointed to the Justin Timberlake one, and I remember this like to the T. The fucking dude that was there, I think he was like a teenager or something. He was like, "Oh." <laughs> I guess we do have a gay person in here. <gasps> I swear he said that. Isn't that so fucked up? How hurtful is that? That was and and that was in uh that was 2001, 2000, 2001 around so you were there. what? Like 10? I was uh 11. Like 11? 12. Oh, that's right. You were 12. I was 10. 11. I think I was 11. That is 12. just yeah. like but uh, I just, I remember that. It didn't really hit me though, because I didn't really understand what he was talking about at the time. I didn't right. get it. Because you were so young. I, and I was new to the culture. I'm, I came from Egypt, so all, the culture was new to me. Pledge of Allegiance was new to me. Mac and cheese was new to me. That's right. I, ne- I, I never had mac and cheese in my life I until I came to America. Egypt. Yeah. Mac and cheese fucking changed my life. <laughs> I like we I love mac and cheese and now you can't even eat mac and cheese. I can't even eat it. Yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. I now. can make you some uh vegan mac and cheese. With um I saw a video online. This guy like baked With cashews? No, he like baked some vegetables and then like blended them up and then added like a vegan cheese flavoring. 
Mm. And then and then it was like a cheese sauce, and then you poured it on the pasta. Oh, my mom made me vegan Alfredo. Was it amazing? Uh, yeah, it was with cashews. It's made with cashews. Oh wow! I and mean, it, I don't know if I can like beat your mom's cooking. It was. It She's was like obviously been alive longer than me. Well, she knows how to cook everything. That's amazing. Literally everything. <laughs> your wife, your future wife, is gonna have to really be an amazing chef. You're like, I'm gonna have to put her up in a, <laughs> on an, an apprenticeship. Apprenticeship. You're like say a pedestal apprentice. apprentice. Oh, a pr- oh, to to learn from your mom. <laughs> to learn from my mom. You're yeah. be like, um, my mom can cook everything, and I know that the sex with you is great, but you're gonna have to learn how to cook. You're gonna have to learn how to cook better shit, than my mom, because so. moms. Yeah. <laughs> My last girlfriend knew how to cook pretty good. She um, she made me like a an Asian meal. Yummy. She was Korean. She is Korean. She was Korean. She was. She, she was, was Korean. And then she had. Now she's <laughs> Chinese. Because <laughs> they changed. can change like that. And she changed. Yeah, I love cooking. I just recently got into cooking, and I it's because I'm trying to like eat better and, and healthier and be good to my body. Mm-hmm. I'm so, you know, now that I'm present, I'm just like, I don't know, I'm so aware of everything. And I'm realizing like how sugar makes me feel and uh, how meat, you know, makes me feel processed foods. So I'm just, I'm trying to like get really creative and like the vegan side of cooking. I'm also allergic to nuts, you know, so I have to get like real creative. Oh, yeah, I forgot like, about that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Nothing to do with nuts. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> so you can't even have like, Almond milk or... No. I can't even have like a Snickers, dude. <clears throat> Damn. I never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like my favorite um, really? snack. Really? Yeah, peanut amazing. butter and jelly sandwich is my favorite snack. I'm I'm addicted to peanut butter. You are? <laughs> I'm, I am I eat it, with, uh, I eat it uh, with a spoon, by the way. I eat peanut butter with a spoon. He's like, I was a dog in my past life. Like, I'm literally addicted. I don't know I'm what it addic- is. I'm addicted to you. I don't know what it is. You don't know that song? No, I was... Yes, I know that. Wait, I'm a... Yeah. Um, You're like, I'm a dick. I I have a dick. I'm a dick. Dicks. Dicks. A bag. Two peanut butter. Just a bag of dicks. Peanut butter is... One time my mom bought me soy nut butter because she was like... Soy nut butter. She's like, I want you to experience this. And I was like, this is literally the worst thing I've ever had in my life. (laughs) Get this shit out of my face. (laughs) But it was so kind. You know, my mom was... Yeah. She was so kind to me. She really made an effort to like love each of her children Mm. like fully. Yeah. She was so lovely. It's actually where I picked up my singing. It's from her. Oh, she was a she was a nurse. That's how she met my dad. They were working on the same floor. My dad's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't practice anymore, but he was a doctor. Okay. And what uh, kind of doctor? He was a psychiatrist, and I believe that he did some neurosurgeon work, but I don't think that was like his main squeeze. Mm-hmm. I think he was just like for sure a psychiatrist, and uh, sometimes he worked in like delivering babies. I think he delivered all of us actually. Oh wow. He was just like, my dad is just like a genius and a half. You know, he's just like, give me all the certifications. Yeah. <laughs> Went to school for forever. <laughs> and uh, then my mom, when she got too sick to uh, work, you know, like 20 hour shifts as a nurse, mm-hmm. she started waiting tables because it was less hours and more money. Yeah. And she worked in like this piano bar and she had a beautiful voice. She was an incredible singer. And she was always practicing around the house. I remember she practiced um, 
the song crazy crazy for feeling so lonely you know that song by patsy klein and i'm crazy i remember when i was like seven my mom started singing that in the car and she's like okay and read the lyrics to me honey you know, and she's like driving the car and, and it's like I had to read the lyrics and then she's like, okay, I, let me try that again. You know, and she was like learning her music, you know, while mm. she was like raising five kids, like right before she went into her shift. Wow. And I think that, I think that's really like how I channeled it. You know, like when I was experiencing like bullying and whatever, you know, traumas I was battling like as a child, whether it was like neglect or like people just picking on me, you know, however, it, whatever form it came. I, uh, I remember actually specifically in kindergarten on the playground, like people were making fun of me. They were like calling me a dumb blonde and an airhead. And I just went into the corner and I started singing. Mm. And I was like, this makes me feel like so good. And I'm just going to sing to myself until I feel better. <laughs> and wow. that's like kind of how I started my journey. Mm. And then I started singing for other people. And I remember, okay, so in fifth grade, I was in like church choir, you know, like I, I was unaware of my talent at the time. And, uh, and you know, I think that I had a talent, but everything takes work, you know. It's not just like I was just magically a great singer, you know, like I had to fucking work at it every day. And I did. And in fifth grade, I... Um, I brought my two girlfriends into the bathroom and I'm like, guys, like, I think I can sing. Like, I think I can really fucking sing. And I was like, listen to this. So I like sang for them and they were like, yes, Amber, like you can sing. That sounds really good. And I was like, no, like, I think it really sounds good. They're like, yeah, we know that's what we said. So then I like asked to join choir and like started taking voice lessons. And in fifth grade at like 10 years old or how, how old are you in fifth grade? 10? Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was like, I'm going to be a singer. And then I just worked at it every day. And my mom, you know, she would be like, God, that sounds terrible. Like practice. Oh, really? Yeah. Or she's like, you need more breath under that note. You're not carrying that note. You're flat, you know, or she'd be like, God, Amber, you're too sharp or you're changing the key. And I was just so young and I, it, it was hurtful, you know, cause she was a professional. So I'm like, that's awesome to have that though. I'm like, so, I want to be good. And she's like, awesome. okay, well don't sing those notes. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I, I remember I would always sing, um, I would sing, I think I would sing like, heaven, I'm in heaven, and my heart beats so that I can hardly speak. And I would do that little interval, and my mom, she would go, no, 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 why are you singing that interval? Why are you going to the fourth? Don't sing that. You need to sing, you know, you just need to say, speak, and do your vibrato at the end, and then close it, do like a sforzando. Mm. And it was like having my mom kind of, you know, someone that I loved and like admired so much, like telling me like, no, that sounds terrible. Like, <laughs> I would just like go in my room and cry and then I would cry because I felt bad and then I would sing to comfort myself. So it was just like a cycle of, you know, that's why Disney movies is what I was watching, you know, at that time in my life. So I really learned how to sing all the Disney songs. Yeah. You know, Ariel, of course, was my favorite because I love the ocean. That's why I'm out here in California. Nice. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Well, that's my journey. I uh man, I wish we can keep going for like 
we're gonna, more hours. We're going to have to um, like continue this. But seeing as the time has come to be so late. Well, it's not late, but I mean, <laughs> parking in K-Town is going to be awful. I know. It's okay. So, yeah, we'll just wrap it up here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up with a We're going to wrap it up here. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we're going to tie it up real tight for you here. Gonna, yes. We're going to put a card. We're going to write some stuff on it. We're going we're gonna to continue this. We're going to continue it another day, another time. Yeah. Another multiverse. It's so weird how this podcast just, well, with you happened because I brought my gear on the, you know, on the plane and I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I want to do a podcast in Colorado. That was the initial thing. Yes. I was, I was like, yeah, I want to do in Colorado, maybe outside of the Airbnb. You know, the lady has like a nice backyard. Um, that didn't happen. So I was like, hmm, maybe I can just do it in Arizona. That didn't happen. So oh I, really? Yeah. So then when I uh, messaged you, I was I was in California. Like, yeah, I'd love to see. You. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Oh, you had that thought when I said that? Well, not really. Not until oh, not, not until, until not until today. Not until today. We were on the beach and you were just talking. We were like, you know what? And you were like, damn, I really fucking like how she's talking. <laughs> <laughs> she's got some stories. <laughs> I just recently learned that I am an incredible storyteller. Yeah, you have a lot of. Uh, in elementary school, I took Stories a storytelling class. Stored <laughs> in your cerebellum. Because I want to tell stories. Okay, so that concludes. That concludes. All right. The episode of the podcast. And thanks for being. What's what's the sign off from uh, Anchorman? And stay classy. Stay classy, San Diego. And then what was Veronica Corningstone's? And thanks for stopping by. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, you, ready? No you go more first. Stuff that. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> We're signing off. <laughs> We're signing off. Uh, well, thanks for listening to this podcast episode, guys. And thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. And I hope that you listen to your inner voice and are guided to your spiritual awakening. And her present. Uh, and and being present. Being present. And I hope that you get a, a smooch. I hope that. And I hope that you get a voicemail from a girl. <laughs> that you used to that smooch. That used to smooch. And with her she smooching. happened to be smooching on the, smooch. on the voicemail. That is so embarrassing. Lots of smooching. Okay. Th thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. And thanks for stopping by. And thanks for stopping by.